hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Anything Bore, Anything Goes. My name Going is Miguel. Mode. This is How you doing, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to Snack Time, an offshoot of the Anything <laughs> Bowl. We usually keep it to one thing, one single topic. Keep it simple. Uh, this week, folks, you saw Assassin's Creed put out the, the Mirage gameplay story, whatever, trailer. And it looks really good. We got to ride the train. We got to ride the wave. Assassin's Creed tier list. Uh, here we go. This is going to be really just the mainline games. Because uh, I know that you and I, Matt, have, have we we have fallen in and out of love with Assassin's Creed. We've played a handful of the uh, the newer ones. Yeah. We're really like uh, old school Assassin's Creed lovers. Pretty much. Let's let, let's you see know, where our opinions like. Because we like the classics, you know. We've also like never spoken about Assassin's Creed at length in terms of our favorite games. So I think this no. could be a yeah, surprising real test. Real test of friendship here going on. I don't but know. I don't think I don't think our opinions are going to be too far off though. No, I, I don't think they're going to be too different. But we're going to start by just putting Assassin's Creed Three Liberation in. Did not play. Liberation. See, I don't even see. Oh, yeah, I did not play that. So, fuck that. I think I spelled well, that wrong. Not fuck that. It's probably a good game. I have no idea. Can't really I have no idea. Haven't, haven't played it. This is just the mainline console games. I don't know why this one's in there, but I'm pretty sure there was a remaster. Fucking oh well. So, yeah. we start in, I think it was, when did the first Assassin's Creed come out? 2008? 2009? I, I mean, it was like seven or eight. Yeah. It was like one of the OG titles for Xbox exactly. 360. Exactly. 360, back in the day. Where are you putting it? Assassin's Creed 1. I have played. I'm going to give it a solid B tier. Because, like, it's not great as a game. Like, in hindsight, it's it's very clunky. Duh. But a lot of the concepts really were cool and had enough depth to them to yeah. give this series life and turn it into what it turned into. But it's not, like, it, it hasn't aged perfectly. And I, although I think there was a remaster, it's it's just not, like, my favorite. I'm not a huge Altair fan. Altair. Um, I'm going to have to agree with you on sentiment. I think it had okay. a lot of concepts in its infancy. I don't think it's aged very well. No. Obviously. Well, I mean, all these games, well, especially the early games, they, you know, it's rough around the edges, but, you know, it's, yeah. it's like late 2000s, you know, in terms of games. So, yeah. I think it's revolutionary for the concepts that I was bringing to the table, the the, especially blade. in sort of the Hidden Blade. Um, obviously, the, I don't, did you have like a, Real big tool belt, not really. You probably just had like smoke bombs and stuff. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't just remember. bombs and and you could throw some knives. And there was the crossbow in the trailer, but you couldn't actually use it in the game. Yeah, and and like <laughs> obviously the story didn't really contribute. I mean, it did, but it didn't. It just introduced the world, you know. Yeah, like basically. the animus and everything. So yeah, I saw the B tier. Did it? In itself, it was I cool. Think, yeah, it was interesting concept. Then and you then get, you get to two. Assassin's Creed Two, bro, and that's easy, easy S tier, easy S tier. Let's be honest here. Honestly, right? God, I, I got to tell you, first of all, Ezio <laughs> is my favorite protagonist. And second of all, I love when you get to fight with the Hidden Blade. Like, you used to be able to do the thing where you didn't have to have a sword because you couldn't do it in the first one. But yeah. you could bring out both blades and then you could just, like, swing your arms around and, like, smack the shit out of people. Oh, dude, yeah. This one's fire as fuck with that. It's that so one, good. Yeah, this one really brought out a lot of customization options. I think yeah. Ezio just had more charisma as a he character. He so much depth to him. More depth, more movement, too. I think yeah. just yeah, yeah. a lot of things were dialed to a 10. <laughs> I think um, Florence was a really fun place to explore. Um, and, yeah, I think, you know, this beginning of, like... Actually, I would say, too, like, the side missions were pretty interesting in this... Uh, they were. They were. Game as well, like, comparative to other games. So, you know... Um, this game was intense, oh, too. It this, was. Because, like, Ezio, as a, as a protagonist, you watch him... You The first mission is his birth. Yeah. And then he starts to grow up, and you're like... Oh, I wonder what's gonna happen. And then he watches like his dad and his brothers get hung. Oh yeah. So then That's, of course he's like, I'm tight now. I'm about to. He's like, this is this is about to be a Creed. lot. So um, That's a fight yeah, to no, but it, 
it was cool because i mean like because yeah the first half of the game it's like literally like the beginning of batman but not batman. exactly it's fucking Ezio. It, <laughs> that's that's exactly it, it feels very much character. like batman it's crazy i also gotta say man like hmm. the newer games look cool like if we're talking when i say newer i mean like origins odyssey valhalla Mm-hmm. They look cool, but I'm a huge fan of, and this goes the same because I said this for Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. I, I, when I play a story game, I'm not playing for the challenge. I like the story and the simplicity of the combat. So I love like in Assassin's Creed one, two, three. I, I don't know if it was in three revelations, brotherhood, how it was, it was like a, you got to hit him three times mm-hmm. and then you stab him. And then once you stab one of them, you can just chain and insta kill whoever else, depending on their size. I love oh, that yeah, shit. That was, I hate in the newer cool. games how I gotta be like, I gotta dodge you, and then I gotta stab you a little bit, and then you're like still sitting we'll, there, and then you're gonna we'll, hit me in the head. We'll probably have different opinions on that, but well, I, that's because you like it was that satisfying kind of game. at the time. You know, it's very arcadey yeah. in that sense. So exactly arcadey. Yeah. So you know, yeah, the combat for what it was, it did a lot of its purpose, and especially if you were smooth with it, you would have a yep, good time yep. with it. Again, I think the tool belt was definitely a lot more spanned out. I think this is the introduction of like cherry bombs and stuff like that too. So there's yes, different ways yes. to play a little bit. You had a gun. Oh god, that was <laughs> <laughs> the gun has been like a staple when we play Unity, especially when we get to that. Oh, dude, I can't wait. That's the funniest. I fucking shit, love dude. Unity, dude. Oh, we'll get to it. Um, Brotherhood. Right, so, so Brotherhood. Brotherhood was actually my first Assassin's Creed game. I played it at my cousin's house. Like, um, really. When I first got my yeah, because I didn't really know what games play. Like I just got my Xbox at Christmas, right? Oh so yeah, I got yeah. Bi- so I got Black Ops One. That was my first call. Technically, no. Well, technically, my first call of duty was Modern Warfare Two. But the first game I ever owned and first with my Xbox was Black Ops One. Yeah. Okay. And when I went over to his house Christmas Day, we were playing this, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And at first, yeah, I wasn't really that into people, it because I'm like, I never played a stealth game before. I'm like fucking eleven or twelve. I don't know what the fuck's going on. The more you got, <laughs> see. But what's really crazy is like the older I got with Brotherhood. The more, the more I got it. into it, because, well, the more you appreciate it too, because I mean, first of all, I'm not a dumbass kid. Secondly, um, it starts to kind of build like this system where, like, I, I don't particularly remember. Was this the one where, like, yeah, you could you could raise assassins, you can send them out on missions, like, yeah, like, you kind could of start building like your brotherhood, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. So it was really cool um, to have that type of freedom, and I think it's no doubt in my mind that this is probably the, I would say, like, the best story. I opinion. think this is where Assassin's Creed peaked. Like personally speaking, yeah. uh, I, I put Brotherhood in S tier above Assassin's Creed too because it, it is my favorite. It's, I think it's the only Assassin's Creed that I've beaten multiple times. It's the only one where I've actually done all the side missions. I tried to go for collectibles, but I've never been a hundred percent kind of person. Yeah, uh, like you know, Ezio when he's younger is cool. Ezio when he's an older man, he's like he's still banging and whatever, it's super cool. But Ezio in his prime, dude. And then don't even get me started. That cinematic trailer, the first teaser trailer, when he like has to fight the villain who's like <laughs> the main villain is the guy that's fucking his sister. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, well, because you know that's you know those are like like that's actual. People. Oh, I, I know. It's, Borgia, it's the, like actual. Yeah, historical. Which is a great show. You should watch. Well, you got to look at that's it outside of context. Well, you want to know something funny too? My parents were watching because there was a show at the time on HBO called The Borgia, which it was like a dramatized uh, version of this family. These and these guys were really interesting because yeah, they like literally kept it in a family. <laughs> they had a lot of fucking money, and a lot of times they were more powerful than you know than the highest leaders of um you know Rome at the time and stuff like exactly, that. So yeah. it's it's really I love the villains. They're pretty cool. Um, I think especially too when you get to the I think what I really appreciate especially about this game too is that it's open world, but you also have to be smart in the fact that each part of the level. Or the map 
you have to be at a certain skill set, especially. Yes. So you have to be yeah. really, you know, it's like some, it wasn't a bad type of grindy. That's why I thought it was fun. Like you send your assassin no, it was on like like a deadly missions and shit to get some money, do some side It's like a structured open world kind of thing. That's my favorite is when they go, yeah, it's open world, but like we're still going to hold your hand a little bit so you can figure out what the story is. That's my yeah, shit. Because it feels like there's a progression, you know? So I think exactly. it works really well for these games. It's not but just overall, like, here's this open world and figure it out and the map is too big. and Yeah. It, it really does a good job of teaching how to play the game. So overall, it definitely goes above two in S tier. Fact. For sure. Um, Dude, then we get to Revelations. Oh, my God. Ooh, Revelations. Boy. What a bit of a drop off. <laughs> ah, um, <laughs> Which see, sucks. Because I really like this game, though. That's the thing. Personally? Yes. I'm going to put Revelations in A. Because oh, I think okay. Revelations is underappreciated. Uh, mm. I love the hook blade. Uh, hook blade was kind of fire. I having them like blend Altair into the story with Ezio, super oh, fucking was cool. A, it was a good relationship for sure with that. I, th- I think yeah. the biggest issue that I have with this one, I felt like the missions weren't really that engaging. No, they weren't. It really just felt like see, like at least in Brotherhood, right? There was some like certain tasks, like there were certain angles that you had to get at it. Yeah, I felt like sometimes too, like it did the. I think. I watched an interview with one of the developers. They call it the hole-in-one technique, where when they develop a way for you to get a target, they make it so then you know you have certain enemies in certain places, and then it's like. But the funny thing is, it's like it's a puzzle. Like you can figure out multiple ways to do it. Yeah. This game was like, yeah, just follow this person, and when I get like, to this, just go point, one just way him. and figure it yeah. out. And um, there was too many tailing missions. Um, I have to be honest. I don't think Constantine was really that interesting of a a world to explore, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I did appreciate the inclusion of Altai- Altair into the whole situation. Yeah. Um, I like that they wrapped I think up both stories th- at the same time. Which is, I mean, don't get me wrong. That was a fu- like when I when you're playing the intro, right, and you're going, you're climbing up that castle mountain thing, oh, whatever it is. That was cool. So good. That was cool. But um, what else? Um, yeah, I, I think it really just added more to um, what was going on si- out going on outside the Animus. And I think, which really was building it up, and I thought that was necessary because I felt like you were spending so much time learning about stories in the Animus. It wasn't connecting to what. Yeah, that's um, that's always been the weaker side, of course, huh? That's always been the weaker side of the series. Is just uh, a the concept is so cool, and then you Mm -hmm. go back in time, and it's all the assassins, and you're just like, oh, you know, the assassins have been around forever, and blah blah blah. Yeah, it's so cool. But then the story on the outside is an entirely hit or miss situation. Like in the first Mm -hmm. one, it kind of doesn't exist. Yeah, and then you get to Ezio's trilogy, and you're like, "Oh, you know, this is actually getting pretty hefty and interesting." But then they start dealing with like these, like the Isu, the the weird gods who are from before time, and all this. Well, I mean, shit. It, it makes sense. And when, then Desmond just fucking dies. Eden, you know, no, it, it does make sense. Like, like the pieces of Eden, the way they explain it, it does make sense. But you have like, it's just this huge change. Like, like when we get to three, they start to build it up, and they're making it this whole thing, and then he's he's fucking dead. Yeah, that's you true. Just and, now, that's a, and that's and that's exact. You just got to the point that I was trying to make. Yeah, they. Uh, okay. They let no because you're right. It, it's true. Like they let it up and then they just dropped the ball because I'm like, okay, well yep. now, not to say that wasn't pointless, but now you completely lost the investment because I think in that too. Well, you didn't. Uh, I, this sounds. I think you still have Rebecca. I forget the guy with the glasses. I forget his name, but I think I he became remember. a Templar. I don't remember. No, he became a double agent, but that's a different story. Um, I, but, honestly, couldn't couldn't even tell you. You could be yeah, right. You could be wrong. But see, that's how, like, but see, people could have been more engaged with that, you know? Yeah. But instead, like, 
at this time it was just becoming a question of okay what time period were they going to go to next like i would have liked yeah, to see like a neo future sounds crazy right but i would have liked to see a neo futuristic assassin's creed game but exactly man make a game put the effort and focus on the modern day assassins tell me what's going go on if forth, you're yeah. if you're telling me that the whole point of why we're doing this is to go back and like learn things about the assassins and the templars to try and beat them make it worth it yeah like actually so, fucking do something with what you find so for me though because of all that being said oh no i think no, because the strengths are good connection to Altair. Um, you know, good connections to outside the Animus up until the ending. Poor world design, in my opinion, and just basic missions. It goes to the bottom of B for me. That's you fine. Know, so, you know, I mean, it's still I, a good I would game. It's still, it, it still kind of has the same mechanics as Brotherhood, so it feels fine. But it's nowhere near holding a candle to the previous two games. So Yeah. Um, uh, three. You're going to hate... Maybe not you. I think a lot of people are going to hate my opinion because I... I Dude, I hate this game. You I was so three? hyped. I wow. was so hyped for it when the trailers. I was just, Timmy and I were just watching the uh, the reveal oh, trailer. They made the other a day. remaster. That's how much people love this game. That's crazy. I hate this game. Uh, I gotta put Assassin's Creed three in C tier. Wow. And the only thing that saves it from being in D is is that first trailer. I hate the combat. I hate the world. What? I hate dog. This. Oh. I hate I, I hate just about everything about it. I'm so sad. The, the coolest this part is- about it is the time <laughs> period. Re- Oh, uh, and the costume design that, like connor's see, costume is pretty heat that sucks man i thought connor was really interesting i thought you know his his way in finding himself into the assassins was cool i love the yeah. park i think this is probably the beginning of my favorite parkour system in the whole entire game series because it, this is where as like it was because you know remember in earlier games it was like kind of jumpy and like oh jump to this point yeah this point yeah this is more fluid you were starting to go through you were like, running through trees gaps. And you were going on branches and shit yeah the climbing just felt so intuitive like felt a little you bit know easier to do um i think i'm gonna i'm gonna have to make an audible i'm gonna put it in the bottom of b only because i just remembered the opening mission where they finesse you with his dad which is where fire. you're like you're like oh my god man i'm an assassin he's like nah look templar look at my ring ah it was like was you know me when i'm like in seventh like- grade i was like oh shit okay <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really cool um and definitely to see like all the historical figure i don't know like it just had a george washington for me at least like i will say like because connor wasn't i think connor was just kind of a departure obviously because what you think about it right altair was like you know like you know <laughs> i don't know how to put it like very conservative Whereas Ezio was a bit more liberal yeah. until like up until the end where he was a bit more like this whole assassin shit's just weird and annoying. But like he had like a, he was very charismatic <laughs> overall. Yeah. And then and then he gets a Connor. And Connor's like I wouldn't say he's definitely more like an Altair type, you know, but like yes, he's, he's really traditional in terms of his values. But I kinda it kinda made him a bit wholesome, you know? And like yeah. he played a good hero figure. So like I he thought killed that was his cool. dad. I thought the combat was great. I think the axes were such a nice addition to it. I love playing with the axes. Oh, the tomahawk, me. dude. That shit. Dude, the the design is great. Bow, come on, man. You can the go bow is hunting, great too. You get the, the hidden skins, blade that turns into just like a regular shit. knife. Yeah, dude. There you go. There's a bunch of good shit. I mean, Bottom obviously, obviously, we rocking uh, muskets and shit. That's right. <laughs> um, I will say, put it. Side missions were kind of dumb, and story was amazing as always. The side so. missions are really just like are really mediocre for most of the Assassin's Creed games. Uh, you might see that in my opinion it goes back and forth depending on the game but for this one it goes in for three it goes in the top of a all right so, all right, all right. Um, oh, then we have everyone's favorite black flag oh dear God. i 
That's great, man. I love this game too. A lot of people <laughs> love this fucking game. I, that I understand. So uh, I don't go. love it as much as everybody else. Damn, dog, because you no, and I know why because you didn't get into it as much. I'm telling you. No, I didn't. I'm telling you, honestly, I, I, I there's so the, many other cool things, man. I was the anti. Like once wow. I got rid of Ezio, I was like, dude, this this ain't the same. This is not my Damn, hashtag, not my you, Assassin's Creed. You need to do yourself a favor, go back and play that game because let me. Tell know, you I've gone back and played Black Flag a ton of times. I just like, dude, I became a fucking millionaire in that game. That's literally a lot okay. because no, because trust me, when you get into the trading system, when you get into the the ship battles, when you get into just getting baller ass gear, the treasure hunting, the islands, the world exploring, dude, it was so. It was so different because it's like you. Ba- it basically felt like you had like different maps to explore. Like Haiti was cool. Um, There's some um, some. I think some of the uh, Spanish forts were really cool to go explore. Obviously, the many random ass islands you could just go on and just dig for treasure and shit. The, the I liked Edward so much because he reminded me so much of Ezio. He had a lot of like charisma to him. Yeah, he was kind of like a really good anti-hero. That'll give um the female um mistress lee was great i think a lot of the crew had their own personalities as well um and the story was interesting because it was really kind of closing in on the gap between what happened in revelations to black flag in terms of what happened with the pieces of yeah um dude i'm gonna put it in the top of b i'm putting it right i'm putting it i'm putting it right above two in s tier Wow, that makes a lot of sense. That's I assume that's where most people would put it, but I'm just not. Yeah, dude, that's. I've sucks, never loved man. it as much as everybody else, and that's fine. No, it's it's fine, man. It just, <clears throat> hey, man, it's not for everybody. Well, no. I, it is for everybody, just not for you. That's your phrase. All right, so, uh, what comes? Um, is this the year? Oh no, Syndicate comes next, right? And then Unity and Rogue came out the same year. Yeah, so this was interesting. Um, Syndicate. You for, Mo- what you'll, did you'll you think of Syndicate? Me, most of these I'm going to put in b tier because i think i think even the bad assassin's creed games or the ones that are said to be arbitrarily bad are at least good like the yeah. worst of the bunch are good kind of like the way i talk about marvel movies yeah. i'll put syndicate at the bottom of b tier because it's it's it, it, it just always has felt like that one game that doesn't interest me like the yeah. combat's cool you know the fact that you get to like take off the hood and you put on the hat and then you just you got the, the knuckles and you're punching the dudes and the blah 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 that's yeah. cool but the the twins didn't really get me the story didn't I, get yeah, me. No, the same. the game it just it kind of felt like a rinse and repeat, right? I felt, the story it felt, wasn't the it felt same, but dry. Exactly. Bland. You know, bland. I mean, bland is the word I would say. Yeah, Bottom of it, B tier. I, I, I mean, I'll probably be a bit more harsh. I'm probably going to put it in the top of C. And my thing is, is just that I do agree. I feel like it was kind of an awkward period in time because you were switching console generations. They're yeah. trying to figure out what to do for the next Assassin's Creed. Yeah, the twins really weren't that engaging. Admittedly, I did find, um, I forget, I think his name was Shane. I found Shane to be quite more interesting because he was kind of, you know, because his sister was like goody two-shoes, right? So, like, you could kind of choose a path that way. But Shane was just more fun to play because, like, he's like, you know, like, rebel against the Industrial Revolution. Like, you know, I don't have to play by the rules. Like, I think he was interesting, but I don't think the world, the story, the environment they put him around was that particularly interesting i did like the introduction of like carts and like being able to drive horses and shit like that was yes cool. yes um well like you always get on horses on sorry everything. but like get on like the carts and shit like the fucking yeah. whatever the wagons um you know the police chases were cool because you can get into police chases in this game um so you had so many good mechanics but then you're right wash rinse and repeat yeah 
what do you and get this is, instead of a, a fort system, like, you know, like a liberation system? Get yeah. the kids out of the factories, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Um, it's This is when they fall into, like, the Call of Duty, where it's just yeah. like, oh, we're doing yearly releases, so let's just make it almost the same thing so people dude, like it, but a little different. And you can't they, really do that yeah. with a story game, dude. No, you can't. If they just put some more time, like into the story and again this is where it really started falling off in terms of the connection outside of the animus yeah it would have been no you out. most of these games they don't even give a fuck they just put the notes like oh blah blah blah, yeah. blah the templars are doing this like, like, okay oh, the i don't give a fuck show me bad. abstergo <laughs> look at this cool building and you're like yeah, dude, what the like, fuck does fuck, that dude. mean yeah, like why so, even bother putting it in seriously and then you get to rogue um rogue is just an utter d tier for me um d uh, yeah. I'll give it a C, only because mm-hmm. I like the concept of an assassin gone bad, and I really like in the end how they tie it into Unity, of how so the two games are sort of connected. So here's the thing, right? Yes, while I do agree that it did tie pretty well, it was also just a very big throwaway, because yeah. I think my biggest gripe with this game is just on a technological level. Because I understand, you were trying to appease people on 360, whatever the case may be. You basically made three, but worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the story, though, I will say underrated. It was cool to see, like, a bad assassin, for sure. You know, because it makes sense, you know? Like, I don't think... You kind of explored anti-heroes, but you've never explored, like, someone who just completely switches to the dark side, you know? Yes. So, you know, for that reason, I think that's kind of cool. But besides it's that, just, it's it was just it's just weak. Like, you took the weaker mechanics of Black Flag and 3 and just put it in a fucking shithole. <laughs> you know? And you were so limited because you put it on the old generation consoles and you knew that's where it was going to stay. That's what I'm saying, dogs. So what the f- fuck so was like, the like point? The idea was right. <laughs> the idea was good of trying to put out these two games to appease the two generations, but you should have just done what Call of Duty did. You make it really good for the good one, and then you, you just make it exist for the older one. <laughs> just for a second. and <laughs> Just to please the studios. Exactly. Just Because it, so, it's just a gear. You don't got to yeah. worry about it. But then here's the crazy shit. Oh my god, dude! You pull out, you pull out those fucking machines, the fucking the electrocardiogram, whatever fuck that revives people, and then you get to Unity, bro. Holy Unity, listen, shit, listen. Man. You and I, our opinions are going to be the same on this game, of but course. they're going to be so different from everybody else's. Unity, oh, for sure, is at the top of A. No, same, top of A. And because you know what it Unity, is? Unity. If well, you look the past the technical glitches, Unity is such a great fucking well, game. Before you get into that, I just want to say that I think that it's coming around to people because of yeah, how especially now the, the optimization's gotten better over the years. So on initial release, yeah, I think a lot of people put it in D or C. Yeah. But the more you get into it, man, this shit's Oh, nice. you know what a big thing was too? I'm pretty sure this game came free with a lot of people's Xbox Ones. Like there was a bundle for a bit. That's how I played it at least. Um, and I'm sure that's what I got, got a lot of people I got on my PS4. Door. Because I played this on PS4. <laughs> it does, like, but then you played on an Xbox, Xbox with us. I did. Well, because I, I bought it just to play with you guys. And we only played like three times. Well, I want to play more. <laughs> I got to download so, that. Timmy really wants to play it. Dude, it's so good. Um, Such a good game. You know, fuck, man. This sounds really... I forget his name. The main Arno. character. Arno. Jesus Christ. I, I thought it was started with... I was going to see... But I was thinking E like Ezio. Because, again, Arno... Very close to Ezio. Very cl- Like, I know I was saying that edward was really close like edward brought charisma back and he was his own thing yes. like he was anti-hero pirate arno was Ezio, but french and it was great yes yes <laughs> and um he's not you know, as charismatic he's 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 close but he's not all the way there some of his dialogue's kind of awkward but yeah. i think for the most part it's like he has like a real knack like he has some funny like you know what he reminds me of um what's that guy from 
that fucking that that not Disney movie, but it's that princess movie with the I think it's Twisted, the girl with the long hair, like the reanimated oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah, from he Tangled. looks like I think his name. Yeah, he kind of looks like he kind of acts like that character too, where it's like yes, kind of smooth guy, kind of a goof, but he's still like in a lot of ways he's still um he gets this tied into this world because he comes from like some type of some type of bourgeois you know yeah and he's kind of thrusted into it um and i do think i kind of like that romeo and juliet characteristic with him and yeah um, that's interest because it was like she was a templar he was assassin at this point you have to look didn't she die too did they kill her i think so yeah i'm pretty sure she did so and sad then, um, um so you know story was great obviously yeah. i think um for the most part it was just arno just trying to figure out what the templars are doing in paris and essentially building up the brotherhood in paris itself which again fun time very good time even if you add the dlc i think the was it the, the ghost oh the king, dead whatever. kings the dead kings yeah, which was that was I cool that one because they added um they added some pretty cool weapons in there too yeah exactly the uh, it's like a blunderbuss kind of thing let's talk combat real quick because this oh, is where you and me were gonna differ a little bit on it but i, I love, love the combat in this game no me too and that's the thing, because it's it's a bit more intuitive, it's a bit more smart, but it well, kind of combines the old and the new. The two. Exactly, huh? exactly. Yeah. It combines the two. It's it's the simplistic like arcadey bits of the first handful of Assassin's Creed games, but you can also make it more complicated. You can do exactly. the combos, you can do the other shit. But in, in this one, dude, I gotta tell you, if we're talking about combat, it has builds. The best too, part dog. of this game it has builds. <laughs> the best part of this heavy. game. You could be a stealth person. You could be it, a nah. Mix, fuck that. It's know? all about the Sword of Eden. It is like oh, it is a constant oh, one hit kill. That's a fucking cheat code. It's it amazing. It is broken to hell still. It glitches through people's bodies. The textures still don't work, but it's the it's so good. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! It's great. I love it. <laughs> nah, it's fantastic. Well, I mean, even then, so right, like if you have that, because you don't really get that until the end of the game. If you're playing no, through the game, that. there's so many options. You can play two-handed there weapons, one-handed. A weapons. lot of good guns too. Guns are great too. Um, you can really build up your utility belt how you want to build it. If you want to do more range stuff, if you want to do more utility stuff like smoke bombs and cherry yeah. bombs, and dude, um, like if you want to just be a speaking, health nut and just be a brute, just jack exactly. up all your your uh, exactly. medicine pockets and shit. So, but graphically speaking, it like even though it, it's it's it was horribly buggy at launch and it's still pretty buggy if you try to play it today. Still, graphically speaking, the engine and a lot of the textures like they just they look good. Like you, you put on Ezio's robe as arno and it looks fucking great That's it looks amazing. so good <laughs> i usually like for what it is i never played the skins just pick the you play skins because they kind of look awkward as fuck when you're walking through them. europe to through paris I don't no shit. i mean they're I cool don't get me thing. wrong but you know I, I i like the higher end gear that's always been fun for me arno's master to. assassin outfit looks pretty good too it's ballers fuck dude i love it it would so, be s tier if, if it was uh you know not a train wreck on launch and we didn't even talk about the multiplayer. <laughs> oh, dude, so dude, the simplistic. Multiplayer is baller. It's so fuck, much dude. fun. It's fun. You we could still do play that. Ice, you could do missions. We still. I mean, I do it for shits and giggles. <laughs> Especially <laughs> too, when one of us today. fucks up and alerts a guard, and then we gotta go help that person. And then we have to start over. Die, or when someone dies, over, you're so like, ah, oh. you're like, who the fuck died? And it's just like, the funniest you thing is me. when you're trying to coordinate, and then it's just like, oops. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oops. They're like, who the fuck died? Was, I'm like, it, it, I, I ran in I there. I got my fucking skull crushed in the courtyard. There's six my dudes bad, in there. I was supposed to sneak around. <laughs> I, I just couldn't. So let's just try again. Let's go again. Top tier. All right. So, you know, after Unity, after the uh, the train wreck that was Unity, uh, you know, they took, what was it, at least a year off before Origins, a year or two. Yeah. And you have this overhaul where it's much more in the vein of Dark Souls and not arcadey combat. It's 
grinding. It's you got to find the different shit in the world to make yourself stronger with the shield and the sword and all this stuff. I would say Origins to me is my favorite of the newer ones. And even though I didn't finish it, it goes, I think, in the bottom of A tier. I like Origins a lot. I like the setting. The only thing... No, you know, I'll put it on top of B. The thing that really sets it apart is I, I hate the openness. Yeah. And this this is a huge problem in Ubisoft games as it is in general, starting probably around here or like two Assassin's Creed games earlier where it's just like, oh, look how big our map is. But you're like, dude, a fucking third of this is just open field that I have to run to to get from point A to point B. That's not cool. Unless you got a horse. <laughs> Even with the horse, dude, it takes like fucking 20 minutes. So I'll pose the same argument I posed to Red Dead Redemption as I did to this game where yeah. it sounds stupid to say but it's like if you don't appreciate the world then you you're probably not going to enjoy it a fact um because i'm probably going to put it in the same place but for different reasons i'm put top of b mostly just because you know i think i think the exploration was cool i think the combat system was nice because it really it kind of yeah. reminded me somewhat of Dark Souls implemented. It was kind of cool in that sense. You know, you had to focus on which direction your blocks were in. Um, I think the perk system was okay. I kind of wish it went back to an equipment-based tier tree like uh, yeah. Unity did. Um, I think graphically speaking, it looked really great. I think I kind of like this whole relationship that... Um, see, what's his face again? Oh, my God. Bayek. Oh, Yes. That he kind of had with his son and then like kind of related back to his father. And it's like, it's kind of an interesting, um, it, was, it, it, it felt obviously more focused upon him than the assassins itself. And it was just more like the assassins were a side piece, the whole thing. Just so happened that, yeah. you know, Templar-esque people killed his fucking son. Yeah, and this is where know? it starts to me is, is like, they're like, oh, we're going to go further back before the assassins exist. And we're going to start the hidden ones and all this stuff. That's cool to me because you start one of the DLCs has the creation of the hidden blade, whatever. Yeah. But then we get to Odyssey. So I got to be honest. I didn't play the last two. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I got to be honest. I'm going to put Odyssey so, right in D tier. So I'm going to just right. tell you straight up. Uh, I bought Odyssey full price. No, so this, is, this is part of why it bothers or, me. Um, yeah. Of course. Yeah, of <laughs> course. So I, bu- I bought Odyssey at full price. I bought it because they, uh, it was when they were bundling it with the Assassin's Creed 3 remaster, and I was like, you know, I'm going to give this game another chance. And then I did, and I still hated it. Uh, Odyssey, to me, dude, it's cool, right? Cassandra, as a protagonist, and then she shows up in Valhalla, is really cool. And the concept, and, and you're trying to really make the outside of the Animus story interesting. But, dude, it, it's not a fucking Assassin's Creed game. That's why it's in D tier. If you were to call it literally anything else... Or maybe just be like, oh man, the precursor to the hidden ones were these dudes that just wore these hoods and were just stabbing people. Fine, okay, whatever. Tie it in a little bit, but don't fucking come to me and be like, oh, look at this Assassin's Creed game. We're in ancient Greece and whatever, and there's no hidden blade and they don't even, whatever. fuck that, okay? Hate this game. I put, I think, like 10 or 15 hours into it until I was like, nah, fuck this. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm never going to give it another shot again. Fuck that shit. Fuck it. And then you, you said you never played Valhalla either, right? No. Uh, good, because neither did I. Uh, from what I hear oh, from Chris, it's it's fun, but it's still like sort of Assassin's Creed, but not really. Yeah. And uh, you know, I've I've watched a bunch of videos or like walkthrough type of things, and it's it's like you get some of the Norse gods, I think. Like I, I'm pretty sure Mjolnir's in there somewhere. Yeah. It's. Let's just say 
right origins was really great way to like soft reboot the series and to me it's it's just been a downhill thing again but yeah. the entire reason we're doing the tier list is because mirage looks so good and it literally just looks like assassin's creed one but like 15 years later and that's perfect to me that is the only reason i have faith in this game i used to be like a huge fucking assassin's creed fan i'd collect the actual discs before everything was fucking digital i'd want to have everyone i want to play everyone i want to do whatever and now looking back i don't give a shit <laughs> i just i just hope the new one's good you know they announced like four or five fucking games if this one's good all right you got me if you put this out and it's like a horrific launch and the game sucks and the reviews come out and they're horrible i won't even buy it nah yeah because i think at this point you kind of know what to expect from the series you know? yeah dude i'm just tired of paying a hundred dollars for a game that doesn't work and fucking sucks and then pay for a bunch of collectibles that you probably never even get to nah, use. Ah, fuck that. And you're going to probably Duty, have to bro? pay $70 for an excess version. It's the beauty anyway. of p- paying like $100 on fucking like Black Ops 3 seven or eight years ago. Still playing now. Shit still works. Shit's still a lot of fun. So I think a lot of people are pretty excited about it. I'm excited about it. I think graphically it looks amazing. It looks so good. Concept wise, it has potential to be very good. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. I OG mean, hit be- Blade too. Huh? OG Hidden Blade, you gotta cut off the ring finger? You're not seeing the camera, but I, I just cut off my thumbs. <laughs> Have you ever heard of my anything? Well, this has been the Assassin's Creed tier list for Delicioso. Wednesday, the 31st of May. Um, oh, my spine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're doing pretty good. Thanks for everything. We're on YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Did I say YouTube? We're on YouTube. Yeah. Thank you for listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts as well. That's um, right. Make sure to check out the latest episode. Check the link in bio for all socials. Uh, Miguel, what, what are we doing? What, what's been up? Uh, okay, so today's Wednesday. So you just missed on Monday. We did a <laughs> our Little Mermaid review. And we're going to see how it goes because it actually hasn't gone up yet at the time of recording. So we're going to see if people hate us or not. We, we, we kind of enjoyed it. Uh, before that, we had episode 55, where we talked about Logic on iPad and Final Cut on iPad, and Netflix is dying and crashing and burning and causing a horrible death. Before that, we had the ultimate Fast and Furious tier list, where we just talked a lot of shit about Fast X, to be honest with you. Fast 8, 9, and 10, we just talked a lot of shit. But then we talked about how good like those middle ones are, and how much fun we had with those. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see, lastly, coming up, we got episode 56, date or uh, name, TBD. You know, we decide on the day. TBD. After that, next week we got do, Timmy and I just finished uh, Spider-Man into the or across the Spider-Verse, the first one. Classic. This Monday we're going to review the new one, and then we're going to do our ultimate fucking Spider-Man tier list because there's so many of those movies, dog. Big fuck. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Things gonna be a good time. Um, make sure to check out the episodes <sighs> that Miguel mentioned. Everything check out the socials below. Yeah, boy. But with that being said, good night. Yeah.